0: Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Remember the Titans is one of my all-time favorite movies. But jump with me to the near end of the movie. A football team that has grown together in spite of racism, adversity, and so much more is now in their last game of the season. A game that means everything to them. And yet, in the first half of the game, they got completely whooped. So they came back in the second half, ready to give it their all, to give it everything they had. And a timeout was called, and Coach Yost began calling the defensive play. And Petey came running into the huddle, and Coach told him what to do. But Petey protested, practically giving up, saying he just wasn't fast enough. And with that, he walked to the back of the sideline. And so Coach Yost called Allen over, and he grabbed him by the shoulder pads. He got right down on his eye level, and with all the other players, dead serious, straight face, and he said, All right now, I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night, and if they even cross that line of scrimmage, I'll take every last one of you out, and you make sure they remember forever the night they played the Titans. Coach Yost was fired up. He had a drive and a desire to succeed. He wanted them to show who they were to be the Titans. And today I am fired up. Today I have a drive and a desire for you to show who you are. For you to show who you are. I want you to take hold. Take hold of your confession. Take hold of the eternal life that is yours in Jesus Christ. As baptized men and women, you have already made a good confession. In your holy baptism, there was the outward sign that shows that you are part of Jesus Christ, that you are part of that holy priesthood. Now I recognize that Many of you were children, infants, when you were baptized. And as infants, you could do nothing to earn that eternal life in baptism. In fact, as we study so much here, we realize that no one can do anything to earn the eternal life that is given to us in baptism, whether an adult or a child. And And yet with that outward sign, It shows that you are part of Christ's family, that you are in Jesus Christ. And still today, there are many times that you witness to that good confession you made so long ago. You witness every time you confess with your tongues the words of the creeds. As you say, I believe in God the Father Almighty and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, and in the Holy Spirit. You witness every time you come together here in God's holy house to worship, coming to His holy table to receive the very body and blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and hearing those words that as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do so proclaiming the name of the Lord. And you witness every time someone sees you singing praises to God and praying to Him. So although you did not have an active role in your baptism so long ago, you witness so many times today to that good confession. That confession that you are baptized in Christ. That confession that you are in Him. The confession that you have eternal life. So take hold of your confession eternal life. And as you take hold of that confession, make it known for others. Speak that confession for other people to hear. Verbally express it so that they can hear it in your words. My friend and I once went to visit this man who recently moved to the neighborhood. We knocked on the door and he let us in and we began our introductions and sharing with him why we were there when suddenly he interrupted me and he said, I want to hear what you have to say. You see, this man was about my age, and my friend with me was about twice our age. So the man we were visiting interrupted me and said, he wanted to hear what I believed. And it was incredible. I looked him straight in the eyes and said, I believe that Jesus Christ died for me. That I've done bad things in my life. Things that God hasn't wanted me to do. And yet God loves me so much, He sent His one and only Son into this world so that I could have eternal life with Him. And that all I have to do to receive that forgiveness and that eternal life with Him is trust in Him. He gives me all that I need. Incredible. Holding and making that confession. And yet, as the saying goes, actions speak louder than words. So as you speak that confession, also live it out. Have your life be a living testament to the confession that you make. And Paul, St. Paul today, in his words, tells us what this looks like. A godly, righteous, faithful, loving, steadfast, and gentle life that flees all things of earthly greed. Whew! That's quite the list. But what an amazing testament it is, when our lives testify to our confession, when our lives demonstrate those things to show our confession. For example, I think of the witness that a good friend of mine makes whenever he meets someone. The true, genuine, spirit-given gentleness and love that he shows to all the people that he meets. See, when he meets someone, he looks them straight in their eyes even puts one hand on their shoulder, gets in kind of close, and he just listens with this truly spirit-given gentleness and love. That is the witness that we are called to give. A godly, righteous, faithful, loving, steadfast, and gentle life that flees all things of earthly greed. So take hold of your confession and eternal life. But as I tell you now, from the words of St. Paul, to take hold of your confession, you are not alone. Look all around you. Look to your left and to your right. There are your brothers and sisters in Christ. Your brothers and sisters in Christ who have made the same confession. So together, together as a team, as a family, as a body of Jesus Christ, we are called to share our faith. To share our confession. And even more, as you take hold of that confession and share it with others, know that Jesus cried, May the good confession for you. Jesus stood before Pontius Pilate and before a crowd of unyielding sinners jeering at him until his death. And he made the good confession. Pontius Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus said, You have said so. And it was true. Jesus told the truth, the truth that he is the only true sovereign, King of kings and Lord of lords, who alone has immortality and dwells in the immeasurable light. That was his confession for you. And yet Jesus didn't only confess with his words, he did so with his actions. He suffered the undeserved punishment and death. And after, th- after three days, he rose from the dead, showing that death has no hold over him and that he has life, that life eternal is his. That is the God whom you can hold on to. That is the God whom you confess. That is the God who gives you eternal life. So take hold of your confession and eternal life. And so go right now. Go take hold of your confession and make it known. And as I say that, I recognize that the words written by St. Paul today were originally written to a man of God, specifically referencing a spiritual leader. Because originally these words were written to Timothy, who was responsible for leading a congregation in Ephesus in the stead of Paul. And yet they are also written for all of us. So don't wait until you're called. Don't wait until you think it's just the right time. Go, right now, all of you, staff, students, faculty, friends, family, all believers, go confess your faith. Now and until the end of time, make your confession known. And make your confession known so that others, too, can make the same good confession. So take hold of your confession. Take hold of the eternal life that is yours in Christ Jesus, and make your confession known. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Amen.